0: This is the Lunduke Journal podcast for Wednesday, October 12th, in the year of our Lord 2022. Heavens to Betsy, it's an auspicious day, a most auspicious day. Today is the beginning of command line week here at the Lunduke Journal. Yes, I love these themed weeks already. We've only done one before this. We did the DOS week a couple weeks back, and it was a blast. Yeah. It- when we did the DOS week, I thought I thought you know what there's gonna be like me and one other person sharing tutorials or tips or or random application recommendations about DOS and that was gonna be it and that is not what it turned out to be oh my word I, I did a roundup of all the posts that happened about DOS week and it was people trying to get stuff. Get free DOS running on bare metal hardware, connected to the internet, browsing the web, telnetting into BBSs, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. People were troubleshooting problems, doing development work, recommending software. I learned things about DOS. I never thought that would happen. I, that was wild. I loved it. And now Command Line Week begins right now. It's kicking off right now, and it's... Oh, I'm so psyched for it because this is seven solid consecutive days where we focus on the shell, the terminal, the command line, the text user interface, or the TUI, which is just a fun word to say. i It doesn't even matter what operating system you use. It doesn't matter if you use Linux or Windows or Mac OS or Haiku or one of the many bazillions of BSDs, the free BSD, Open BSD, NetBSD, BSD, BSD, whatever. Have a great time with it. you know what. Realistically, since the only real requirement here is that we're talking about the command line, you could use DOS too. You could use an Apple II, a Commodore 64. You could do whatever you want. I think most people are going to do command line terminal shell software stuff for modern systems. I think most people are going to do that. So Linux, modern Windows, modern Mac OS, maybe some BSDs or Haiku. I think that's what most people are going to do, but really there's no limitation here. So how this is going to work. We kick it off right now and then all week long over at Locals, .locals lunduke.locals.com, People are invited to post... Whatever they want, whatever they're working on, questions they have, screenshots, application recommendations, little articles they write, whatever they want to write about, whatever they want to talk about, it's basically a full week of a social media network that's just us, without any trolls, without any politics, without anyone yelling at each other, just talking about command line stuff, just glorious, that happens all week long. I've got a bunch of stuff I'll be posting. I know a whole bunch of you guys already have stuff planned for the week, which is some people have been working on this since the moment it was announced. Heck, I know at least two or three people who have been working on what they're going to do for command line week. Since way before I announced there would even be a command line week. People have been asking me to do a command line or a Tui or a shell week for months now. So it's going to be a blast. And then on Saturday, this is this coming Saturday, October 15th at 11 a.m. Uh, uh, Eastern. All, all these times are Eastern time zone just to make it easy for everyone. Uh, At 11 a.m., which hopefully is, you know, a good time so people over in Europe and people in North America can join in. We're going to do a video hangout so all the founding members and the lifetime subscribers can join a, a video chat. I'm guessing we're going to talk about a lot of command line stuff. Technically, those video chats could be all over the map. Pretty much anything nerdy is fair game. But uh, I'm going to join in there. I I know a bunch of other you guys are going to be there. And we'll talk about whatever command line stuff we feel like talking about. And then one hour later, on the same Saturday, October 15th, at noon, at high noon, we're going to do a text chat. So like an IRC style chat. It's going to be over at lunduke.locals.com. And we're going to do a a text chat there where all subscribers who have access to Locals can join in. Uh, And then uh, next Wednesday, there's going to be a wrap-up podcast here, basically same time next week. And then throughout the week, I'm going to be doing articles and posts and all sorts of stuff I just did a couple of days ago. The History of the First Computer Shell. I wanted to get that article out before we began Command Line Week because I felt like if we're doing a whole week about shells, about interactive computer text-based interfaces... We have to we have to pay homage or to say it more awesomely, pay homage to the original shell, which. So I've got a whole article up there for all the subscribers at, uh, at, at the London Journal about the history of the first shell, which is, I think, a really fascinating history. All right. So I've mentioned a couple of times uh, that we're doing a lot of this over at Locals and i want to i want to talk very briefly about this because this this question has come up a couple of times lately we have two completely different websites for the Lunduk journal lunduke.substack.com and lunduke.locals.com and that is very much on purpose and there's a good reason for that in fact there's many reasons for it so i should preface that by saying it is a little bit confusing to people, especially at first glance, why there's two different places that are the Lunduke Journal. They're really just two separate sites that the Lunduke Journal uses. Now, most of the content uh, the articles, the podcasts, the videos, the downloadable PDFs, all that stuff can be available to either. So whether you subscribe via lunduk.locals.com or lunduk.substack.com, you get 99% of all the same stuff. However, the two sites have very different feature sets. And that's the reason why we use both of them, right? Both of them are subscription-y type sites where, you you know, you have to be a subscriber to use them. And both of them allow us to have downloadable videos and PDFs and podcasts and articles and all that good stuff. But they have distinctly different benefits, right? Over on Substack, they have nice RSS feeds for both articles and podcasts. And I tried to send out the links recently so everyone has those. And it also has really great formatting. I mean, the the visuals of reading articles over on Substack it's just truly fantastic that's what they focused on and they just nail it. it it the the layout the text rendering and formatting over at Substack is just premium perfect it's just a great experience for reading articles now over on Locals they have a couple of features that well, Substack just doesn't have like uh, live text chatting or live video streaming or the whole community framework thing where it's basically a, like a giant it's almost like a giant Twitter clone except without all the bad parts of Twitter you know so like all the Lunduk journal people can join in there and there's nobody else it's just us talking about nerdy stuff and geeking out and there's no hierarchy right it's not a whole bunch of people following me it's not a bunch of people just following Lunduk because I mean you can use it that way but everybody has the same audience there as everyone else. So all the nerds get to go in and post their, their posts about, say, command line stuff for this week. And all of it is, quote, top level. Meaning it's, it comes right in the timeline feed, in timeline chronological order, just like mine do and so we all kind of have an even playing field to post about cool nerdy things all together and it's it's a really fantastic way for the community to kind of come together so much more powerful than just like a a comment section or or even a simple forum it's just a really fantastic way for us to hang out and so having both of and there, i should also say there are some features coming to at least one of these sites uh, that uh, I, I, I might be privy to some unreleased features that are that are coming down the line that are going to make uh, us at the Lunduk Journal very happy. <laughs> and, and so we want to use bo- all the features of both Substack and Locals. So it, it's really, we couldn't do command line week. Or DOS week or the upcoming Haiku week or, or the 8-bit computing week or any of the stuff that we're planning to do just on Substack. We need locals to pull all that off. So what I'm trying to do is to make it really easy and really affordable for people to have both because I, I want people to have both. It just it it makes it so we can all have fun together. We can hang out together. We can talk to each other. We can all participate in all the events and the live streams and the chats and the and all of it. And so what I what I've done and I've sent sent people out some some links about this. Uh, I hope I haven't been too spammy about it, but I really want to make sure everyone knows about this. So if people want to, they can. Uh, They can for, uh, let's see, hold on. I'm I'm scrolling down here so I don't get this wrong here. They can get a founding member subscription for 75 bucks for a year, which is like $6 and a quarter per month, right? Which is ever so slightly more than the just standard subscription via Substack or via locals of five bucks a month. So you pay an extra dollar and a quarter per month and you get both substack and locals because that 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 upper level founding member tier gets you that plus it gets you the video hangouts where we all hang out together and all that good stuff and i'm also doing the lifetime subscription right now is is 200 bucks uh which is founding member level but instead of instead of yearly it's just forever right so what i why i'm saying this if you are happy, if you are already one of those, those subscriber levels, ignore what I'm saying because you're, you're good to go. You already are on Locals. If you're already subscribing and you're just happy with Substack or happy with Locals, awesome. You're still going to get 99% of everything. But for events like this, there's just no way to do it on Substack alone. It ha- locals has to be involved somehow uh, in order to pull it all off. Um, in fact, it's really nice to have both Substack and Locals because the features are honestly are complementary. It's nice to have both of them. And so I'm hoping that by making this affordable for everybody, that more people can can join in the fun because it's a blast what we're having. So if you haven't already grabbed it, at, I recommend the, the founding member subscription is kind of a no-brainer because it's... It's like almost the exact same cost as just the regular subscription. It's a dollar and a quarter more per month. The lifetime subscription costs more up front, but then you never have to pay again. So it's it's cheaper in the long run. Um, so like that one is the smarter one to get, but I get it. It's a it's a more up front, right? Um, but the $75 founding member subscription, I mean that one, that one gives you both. So you might as well do both. Um. All right. Uh, oh, I should also point out this does not stack with the upgrade system. We have an upgrade system normally where you can take all the money you've spent on your subscription over the calendar year and apply it to an upgraded subscription. Um, which also is a great way to save money. I love saving money. I'm re- I'm a cheapskate myself, and I, I don't know. I like to offer cheapskatey things to other cheapskates. <laughs> not that you're a cheapskate, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, I just I, I like offering people deals. Anyway um, I originally I had said that we wouldn't do any more sales or promotions or deals at all for this calendar year and and I meant that and but then gosh I I decided this here's what I decided number one <laughs> number one it, I, I want to get more people over on locals. Because it's so much fun over there. And this is the cheapest way I can think of to do it where it's reasonable for me and it's totally cheap for you, right? I, I don't think I could do it any cheaper. Um, so I'm like, this is a great way to get more people over on Locals to take part in Command Line Week and the upcoming Haiku Week and PDA Week and, and 8-Bit Computing Week. and There's a whole calendar of events we're doing. Uh, every couple of weeks, we have a new event. It's fantastic. But also, number two... I don't have a boss, so I can just kind of do whatever the heck I want. <laughs> oh, I don't have to report to anyone. I report to all of you guys, so I figure, uh, what the heck, why not, right? All right, all right. So there are a whole bunch of of people already working on things for the upcoming Command Line Week. And here's, here's I'm gonna, I'm going to talk about a few of these things. The first one is, there's this guy named Gabe. Now, this guy named Gabe over on, uh, over in the part of the Lunduk Journal community, he's been around forever. Um, Great dude, right? Good friend. And he has created this list of TUI software, of text interface, of text user interface software. Most of it is, all of it runs on Linux. Most of it runs on Windows, Mac, FreeBSD, et cetera, as well. Because, you know, text software, it ports really well. And he's created this list that's categorized into different groups. You know, it's got games and file managers and, and all of it. It's a great starting place for if you are kind of new to exploring the wealth of text user interface software that's out there. Like if all you know about text user interfaces, you know, VI and Emacs and Nano and, and Top and, and those sorts of things. Well, there is just... There is is—it's just a, a mountain of amazing tools that are out there. And this is a great like springboard into it. So I've linked to Gabe's list. He put it up on GitHub. It is phenomenal. It is a great like starting point. There's a bunch of stuff in there that kind of has a high learning curve. He and I were just talking about this. But but uh, but a lot of it is really easy, a lot of it is really cool, just browse through it, look at some of the screenshots from the linked projects, because uh, he provides links to all the projects in there. Really great way to get started. Um, I'm going to be posting about some of my favorite things throughout the weeks, and I know a lot of other people will as well, but his list is just a really great starting point. Um, also, I'm working on a, and I'm just about to release, a little virtual machine that i would almost i would call it uh like my own distro but it's really not what it is is i took debian put it in a virtual machine stripped it way down so it has it has an x server and a desktop environment in case you need it, but there's like almost no applications, a GUI applications installed. There is a version of, of a web browser on there. I can't remember what web browser. I almost said Firefox, but I don't think it's Firefox. I don't remember. There's one web browser on there, just in case you need to go up to GitLab or GitHub or wherever to grab some more software. Um, but what it does is you log in, and it instantly goes full screen with cool retro term, which is this CRT monitor emulator terminal that makes it look like you're using a really old school 1980s monitor with a with a great color terminal. And it just has like scan lines and a little bit of flicker to it and some some of that that like amber type glow. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. It's it's my favorite It's my favorite terminal emulator for playing games and all sorts of stuff. It's just, it it makes you feel like you're using an older computer. And it immediately goes into that full screen. So you see nothing but this program that is emu- that is making your whole computer monitor look like an old CRT display, right? And then I've installed a bunch of command line software. So a lot of the same stuff that's on Gabe's list, a few other things, um, some of the stuff that's on Gabe's list isn't on my on my VM yet. Um, and then right when it starts out, it prints out a list for you of all the different pieces of software that's, that's put on there, that's available. So you can just type a name and try it out so if you if you don't have a, a machine setup like you're running on windows or mac os and you want to play with a bunch of these linux pieces of of software in the terminal this is kind of a fun way to do it i'll put it up for download uh for everybody uh it's just kind of a free download i mean it's obviously i'm not gonna charge for this thing because it's 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 not a real full product please do not treat it like it's its own distro because y- you would be sorely disappointed. <laughs> It's basically just a Debian with stuff stripped out of it, uh, but I call it uh, Lunduk's old-looking system. So LOLS, L O L S, and it's it's just that that's kind of my project. I'm gonna tinker on it throughout the week. So as people come up with cool new ideas, I'm gonna I'm gonna add those applications, those those little command line tools into it and kind of just modify it and tinker with it. And then I'll, I'll post the updated version at the end of the week so people can grab it and play with it. Really, it's just kind of like a sandbox for playing with terminal software. That's really all it is. Uh, but it's kind of a, a fun way for me to play around with a bunch of it because I there's so many things like different terminal multiplexers that I haven't played with before, at least not in, in, in depth, right? And, and for those of you who don't know, a terminal multiplexer is basically a, a desktop environment or a window manager entirely in a terminal, right? So not a, not a, not a terminal emulator that has multiple tabs or, or having a, a tiled window manager that has multiple terminals open, but a singular terminal that runs a terminal multiplexer, which can then run multiple terminal session, multiple shell session instances, which is fun to say three times fast. And you kind of organize it however you like. Some of them are really simple, like there's one called uh, Tmux. And Tmux lets you, you know, split it up and make a tiled little window manager. Um, there's there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, Biobu, Tmux, Tmux. Um, uh, Shoot, I can't even remember all of them, but there's a whole bunch of them, and they're they're really interesting. Minotti, um, which literally lets you use your mouse to move around Windows, and it just looks crazy gorgeous. It's all in ASCII, ASCII art. There's so many things like that that I just haven't had the time to really dive into to sink my teeth into. And I'm going to use this week to, to really figure out which ones of them I like the best, right? And kind of build my perfect dream command line system for for like working on like Linux machines or Haiku machines or really any, any POSIX compliant shell machine. It, it's going to be a ton of fun. I really hope all of you can hang out with us, uh, whatever operating system you choose to use, whatever types of terminal, whatever, whatever, whatever things you want to do in the terminal, more power to you. I, I'm going to be doing a fair bit of gaming. I've already resolved, uh, like I, I'm going to spend at least one day this week just playing games in a command line. I, I because I want to, you know, I, I've done articles in the past of some of my favorite command line games, and there's some great ones out there great. And and I'll repost that for everyone. And and I might add to that. I might add a second article about that because there's so many great ones. But I'm really curious to see what other people find because it was amazed. I was amazed at how much I learned in DOS week. And now here we go at command line week. And I know for a fact that there are people inside the Lunduk Journal community that are just experts beyond words when it comes to just living and making the most of their terminals and on multiple systems and i really want to see what people come up with and i want to see what the differences are on windows and mac and linux and everything because i spend most of my time uh linux the bsds haiku all the posix systems but not so much on modern mac os 10 and modern windows And I know you can use, you know, the Windows subsystem for Linux to run Linux stuff in Windows. But I'm very curious if there's going to be people that are going to use a lot of PowerShell in Windows stuff. Because there's some cool things there. There really are. And I'd love to learn more about it. So I'm curious. I am super curious how this week's going to go. I know for a fact it's going to be a blast. But where it's where it's gonna go, how what what turns it's gonna take, what detours it's gonna take, who knows? It's it, it is anybody's guess, and I, I'm just super psyched about it. So, uh, everyone head on over to Lunduke.Locals.com. If you don't have an account, at the very least, make a free account so you can lurk. Uh, the free account will let you see most of the posts. Some of the posts are going to be supporter only ones. uh, And and what's interesting is over on Locals, other people, like folks like you, subscribers, can make supporter only posts, subscriber only posts. In fact, most of the subscriber only posts are made by the subscribers. (laughs) I don't make that many subscriber-only posts on Locals compared to other people. Um, But uh, you can read a lot of the posts. You won't be able to be involved in the discussions, though. And you won't be able to post anything yourself. So definitely take me up on the offer to just get the get the founding member one or or grab a or grab a local subscription or get the lifetime one or whatever just get over to locals because we're just going to have a blast over there and um you want to you want to have both the locals and the substack you just you just do honestly between locals and substack i don't even know if i need the rest of the internet <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, like between Locals and Substack, that has replaced I-, I read all of my news via Substack nowadays. All of my communities are over on Locals. I get I I don't really use YouTube much anymore. Like I post to YouTube once a month. Uh, I I just yesterday or just a couple days ago I posted a podcast episode to YouTube. It was the first one I'd posted in like 2 months. I just don't, I don't, I mostly ignore it nowadays. And, but everything I want, all the great stuff for the most part, you know, is hanging out over at Substack and Locals for me. So, anyway, uh, come hang out with us. Command Line Week is kicking off. Uh, there's going to be a ton of fun stuff throughout the week. It's not the only thing we'll be talking about this week. Obviously, this weekend is still, you know, next Sunday is still retro computing and Linux news and. Uh, Alternative operating system news, of which there's already quite a bit happening this week. Uh, But uh, command line, that's going to be the focus, and it's going to be great. If you mostly spend your time in a GUI, in a graphical shell, dive in. See what the other world is like with the phosphorus amber glue with the keyboard and the clickety-clack. What it's all about, because it's amazing. It is amazing, and it will touch your soul. I'm telling you right now. Oh, I'm psyched. I'm super psyched. All right, I'm going to head off now. I've got a whole bunch of stuff to write up for Command Line Week. I hope you guys all join us. This is going to be one heck of a week. All right, everybody. I will see you over on Locals.